Okay, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Money Podcast, your source for all things money. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Paul Spradling on the line. He's managing partner over at Pacifica Business Brokers. Paul, welcome to the show. Hi, Adam. Thank you so much for having me today. So uh, excited to get into today's topic. So we're going to go through some uh, you know, current business trends and opportunities that you're seeing in the marketplace. Um, but before we do that, let's get a little bit further into what you're doing over at Pacifica Business Broker. So first, tell us a little bit more about the company, please. Yeah, so the company was founded by my partner and I. And what we do is we do small, mid-sized business uh, brokerage. And we help acquisitions. So we have larger private equity clients or high net worth individuals that are looking to acquire operating businesses to have higher yields. So all sorts of businesses, we do manufacturing, healthcare, biotech, uh, food and beverage, you name it. So we have agents in San Diego, Orange County, Los Angeles, Riverside, so far, and growing hopefully. So yeah, that's That's a little bit of what we do. That's awesome, and uh, you're, that's the reason why I wanted to have you on the line today, Paul, because I do want to go into you know current business trends and just opportunities that you're seeing in the market. I mean, uh, from your vantage point, you have, you're in the middle of deal flow. I mean, what kind of interesting things are you seeing? Well, we're seeing all sorts of things, right? But uh, the most interesting thing I think I've been seeing out there, and I've been talking about it ever since this crisis started, was a asset sales. So there's very particular assets that are very tied uniquely to a specific industry or business. So imagine you're a manufacturer of whatever it is, doorknobs. And there's a specific mold that only doorknob companies have. So there's only five, ten doorknob companies that that are big and operating. So one of them goes out of business. So they have this heavy, very expensive machinery. And the other one will acquire all this expensive machinery, millions of dollars worth of machinery for pennies on the dollar. So asset sales, restaurants that are going out of business, industrial kitchens. Um, asset sales is something we were seeing a lot, and as well as investor foreclosures. So a lot of the equity stakeholders that are not particularly operators in a particular business, they were just angel investors, but their returns were not given, so they're going to have to pull the trigger and foreclose on these businesses. So they're going to be offloading these businesses at cost or cheap or hiring managers, and there's also an opportunity for those people who have operational skills to be doing fee-based money, and they can start helping people and getting getting those getting those deals done because the investors are offloading them. Yeah, it seems to me like obviously there's a, whenever there's big movement like this in the market, I mean, it's, it's volatility. So if we're looking at it, there's going to be a, obviously there's going to be winners and losers on both sides and there's, and it's going to, and the challenge is navigating um, through this to obviously come out at the other end in a better position if, if possible um, than you started. Uh, so no, I completely see that. Um, so what do you think the, and, I, and this is not asking you to have a crystal ball, by the way, or anything like that, but um, what do you, what do you 
see kind of um, happening with some of these asset sales and, and, and this opportunity kind of um, playing into, let's say, the rest of the year? Do you see this continuing, or what, what do you see kind of happening? Yeah, like you mentioned, I don't have a crystal ball, but mm-hmm. if I were to guesstimate it, I, I would assume we will still be on quarantine until probably mid-June. And if mm-hmm. that goes on, that's another two months of bills that people are going to have to come up with and salaries and costs and rent and mortgage, et cetera, mm-hmm. which will take a toll in a lot more American businesses. In the real estate sector, you're already seeing the mortgage-backed securities starting to get fragile. So I think uh, the government has done a very good job on helping small businesses so far, but I don't know if the help has arrived on time, and it might not arrive on time. So on all the businesses, and then some businesses might have already been struggling before. So mm-hmm. I think that even if the economy bounces um, next month, there the damage has been done and there will be a lot of opportunities out there. Yeah, especially like our restaurants or some of these, you know, businesses that don't operate on the, you know, the largest margins. You take a couple of months off and it's, uh, it, it doesn't, just doesn't look pretty. Yep, yep. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I exactly see where you're going. So restaurants, hospitality, uh, com- any company that's related to the hospitality sector, laundry rooms, et cetera, restaurants, hospitality management companies. All of that, we've been seeing a lot of action and people requiring investments or loans, or there'll be an opportunity to acquire a lot of loans as well. That's another business opportunity. So um, we've talked a bit about industry. I'm just curious if you have any opinion on geography in the United States specifically and in terms of potential opportunities in areas that might be more interesting versus others. Well, I think geography, I think the core markets are going to be a little bit more affected. That's just my opinion. I don't have the Mm -hmm. data to back it. But I just think that core higher-end markets such as California, New York, maybe Miami, uh, they will be more affected just because their costs are higher. And -hmm. and even though you would might think their margins are higher, their margins are very similar to companies such as like Texas because they don't have the corporate tax and they have other breaks and the state tax. So that's why I think California and New York will feel it, as well as California and New York have some of the more restrictive um, stay-at-home policies. So as well, all that played out, I think that's why those two markets are going to be the most affected, California and New York. Where do you think, and again, this is another uh, tricky question, but where do you think you'll be focusing the majority of your time in terms of looking for deals and deal flow, you know, going into the in, into even the new year? Um, so what, what kind of, like, interests you and just is really exciting that you're just looking under every rock for right now? I think what's very exciting for us, and we're looking under every rock, is manufacturing companies, and mm-hmm. that's, we have big private equity firms that love that, and I personally and my partner would look, like to look into some of those deals ourselves. But, yeah, the manufacturing business is because you can put different pieces of a manufacturing conglomerate and, you know, the multiples, you can buy them at the one to three multiples and buy three or four, and now you grow the EBITDA, the, the amount of profits mm-hmm. the company makes, and you can sell it at much higher multiple now that it's a conglomerate that makes 
you know, related products. So manufacturing, I think that since it was halted and maybe they were selling to food and beverage companies, restaurants, mm-hmm. or maybe they were selling to whoever their main client was, if they didn't have a strong online presence, if their main customer was retail and it's just, it's just a good time to, to shift that and there's many buyers on that sector. So that's what I'm yeah, I've seen, looking for. Yeah, I've seen manufacturing is just so interesting, especially when you think about you combine this with the, the, the combination of what you're talking about technology, like the di- digitization of it and a lot of processes and things that weren't been, that haven't been done. There's just so much opportunity there, especially looking at new markets and other things like that for even the existing um, company. I've just seen so much happen in that space. I have to agree with you. That's really, really exciting time there if you're looking to maybe have some value add plays and, uh, and to grow. Um, that being said, Paul, I can talk to you about this all day long, but we're about out of time. If somebody's listening to this and they want more information on Pacifica business brokers, um, I mean, what's the best way for them to learn more and to connect? Yeah, so if they can go to our website, PacificaBB.com. So our website has lots of information, and they can they have a reach out box there for us. Or find us on LinkedIn, um, they're Pacifica Business Brokers. Either way, whatever works for them, just Google us and there's plenty of information out there and we'll love to <laughs> jump on a free call and give them a consultation. Awesome. Well, hey, Paul, really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about the work you're doing over at Pacifica Business Brokers and some of the market trends that you're noticing. So thank you for that. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store. If you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Money, definitely give us a subscribe there, but also leave us some comments in the video. I mean, love to know what you thought of it and what kind of things you have going on in your world. And uh, Paul, thanks again for coming on the show.